Because I think if you say, you know, it makes you sound interesting if you go uh, chartreuse and soda, please. <laughs> I, 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 I think it does sound good. And it's I love it. I would drink that. Far, far more important for me to sound interesting than to be interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you guys make your food dishes as well? We were assigned food dishes. What? Did I miss the homework what? assignment? The homework assignment was to pair a dish to a drink. Is that uh, what you did? Yeah, I had one in mind. Well, I mean, you don't have to actually make it. <laughs> well, I definitely wasn't going to make it, but <laughs> I wasn't sure if kind of just a, I have a general philosophy on pairing with an appetizer. And then I had one in mind that I was going to reference if need be. That's sufficient for me. <laughs> Dinger, yeah. did you have uh, some food pairing and drink? But yeah, we're, this is going to be the dinner party episode. You got to use a specific appetizer, Micah, if you, since you already yeah. have one in mind. That's what I thought. And then as I left the house this morning thinking about the episode, I was like, people are going to think this is the, the worst meal like we don't we don't know what each person's doing these food dishes are going to be like so far off that's part of it what's what's the thing where someone starts a story and then you finish it not knowing what the previous bit was about yeah what's that i don't remember what that's called but yeah it's got a specific word but but it's like in top chef uh did you guys ever watch that where they like the they'll have teams of like four people and they'll be blindfolded the three so the first person will take the dish and start it for time time frame like five minutes or something and the next person comes in not knowing what they started and has to take it over and so by the end it's a dish that's potentially completely different than the first person thought it was but potentially yeah. or probably guaranteed to be um not guaranteed because sometimes the ingredients i don't know sometimes you know sometimes the stuff they pick it's kind of very obvious. It's like if I were to pull, yeah. you know, Campari gin yeah. and sweet right. vermouth. Say, Lemon <laughs> What's juice, he gonna make? And an egg white. You'd you'd know. Oh, okay, we're going for a sour here or something like that. But but sometimes all they have enough time to do is grab some stuff and start chopping because they don't really know what they're gonna do yet. And yeah, just kind of takes a life of its own. But that's how I understood what you were talking about, Micah. Pretty much nailed it. Yeah, exactly. Well, all three of us are here. That's a good start. Haven't had that in a minute. It's good to see you boys, especially on a day like today. Well, first, let me start off by saying welcome to Always Parched. Always a pleasure to be in your virtual company, Mr. Micah, Mr. Dinger. Uh, we haven't been all three of us virtually Likewise. together in a while. All three <laughs> of us together physically in much longer than that. Much longer than that three and a half years <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have a beard now actually i think i've seen stages of micah's beard grow out to a full luscious beard and then yeah. chopped it all off and now it's back i feel yep. like. <laughs> so it has been a while cheers boys i'm glad to see you thank you for joining always parched <laughs> <laughs> by the way you're this uh this was the first time I, I cracked open the uh, barrel. Yeah. The Kai. Very good. Very. Uh, you get you get uh, that the grape in there quite a bit. And it's it's just something you're not used to. Yeah. Anymore, but it's good. 
Yeah, like the finish has that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can definitely tell the dessert wine influence. Yeah, exactly. Still uh, really high proof. So that helps kind of soften it up a bit. But I think it's great. I think it's one of the, the best uh, private whiskey finishes that that has come out of that program. But, you know, I haven't tried them all. So who knows? Well, in general, I'd say barrel is just, for me, knocking it out. They they put out they put out some really interesting stuff you know i've i've mentioned it to you guys in the past but uh, i've been you know on a bourbon kick a little bit lately and seeing the same bourbons uh that people post about all the time that people are searching for hunting down i've tasted them now over the course of several months um most of them or at least most of the ones that are sought after maybe not the pappy 23s of the world or anything like that but uh but they're good. I mean, some of them are good. Some of them, not for me, whatever, you know, I, or at least I wouldn't hunt them down. I would buy them if they were available for, you know, retail. But uh, I, I've also found that the barrel, like something like this, the, an, a, a great, a really good whiskey that is, has an interesting finish, this or the barrel Armida that has, uh, that was aged in, um, what, rum, brand, pear brandy and, Amaro cast, like those things are what really kind of uh, strike a note with me. They're just super interesting. And I, I really like that. And I'm much more interested to try different things like that than to just keep buying the same bottle of, you know, Eagle Rare over and over or whatever. Yeah. Not just Amaro, but Sicilian Amaro. True. That is true. Noted. <laughs> um, well, is this video recorded, by the way? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when Micah just pulls the audio. Micah, right? do you know what he's talking about with this barrel? Oh, no, didn't I? Oh, maybe I mentioned that. Maybe Micah wasn't here when I talked about it. Or maybe mm -hmm. I just talked to you offline about it. Remember when I said I had gifts for you guys? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. appreciation of all the hard work you guys do for Always Parched. This one, this one was my gift, Micah. This is Ooh. the barrel uh, aged in Tokai. T-O-K-A-J-I. I can't even spell that. Uh, but apparently pronounced Takai is what my my special prize was. I know what yours is, Micah, and you should you should uh definitely get over to see Dinger at some point or another. <laughs> you wanna is see it? it? Huh? Is it also barrel? I'm gonna show you right now. Okay. You wanna see it? I do That's why I asked it. if it's recorded. Oh yeah. All right, let's why can it not be? What your reaction? Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> well, it's just a box. You got to find a bottle. <laughs> I still want the box. <laughs> I would be just as excited about an empty box. <gasps> it's got something. <laughs> it's dusty. That means it's old as shit, dude. <laughs> That's how you like, that's how you want your booze. Yeah. The dustier, well, the better. That shit's going to be good. Um, and oh, just, well, we should make note see. for people that can't see the video right now. You are presenting it with chartreuse, green chartreuse VEP. It's unopened. <laughs> Whoa. Proof. Dude. I was amazing. I know your love for it. So, yeah, when we were, I don't remember, my, uh, Dinger and I were talking about, 
I don't know. Maybe it was, I think actually it was back when I got you um, that bottle for your birthday. I already forgot what I got you. The High West Midwinter Night's Dram. He was talking about getting you that. And I was like, yeah, I've I found it. Uh, you know, it's, but he, he knew where to get it. He's like, no, no, I, I got it already. And I'm like, did they have any? My first question was, did they have any more? Because I was going to go get it. He's like, no. Dude, that is, that is ridiculous. I, thanks, buddy. Hey, thank you for everything thank you do you. for this. So today, what we, what we were going to talk about, well, what we are still going to talk about is we are kind of, this is a little bit of a first for us. We're doing a little bit of a dinner party um virtually obviously but now that hopefully people are being vaccinated you know we see this hopefully we see this light at the end of the tunnel and maybe people can actually start congregating again at some point we thought oh you know maybe a dinner party would be nice you'd have you want to have some people over so what we're doing today is we've each been assigned a course and a cocktail or otherwise, I guess uh, you really could have done anything. It could be neat. You could throw whiskey neat down there if you're lazy. But uh, Micah is going to be introducing us with the an appetizer and cocktail dinger with the main course. And then I will come in strong with the dessert. Maybe. We'll see. I wanted to do that. <laughs> I was going to volunteer for the dessert and just do the chow bella. <laughs> I seriously thought about doing that. I was like, I can't, I can't just do a chow bella. We've talked about that a, a bunch. Too many times. <laughs> Long story short is I wound up pulling away from coffee altogether, but that was, I, I messed with that for a little while. <laughs> but you'll just have to wait and find out at the end of the episode because Mike is up first. Yeah. When I was thinking about this, I, I didn't necessarily know if I should do kind of a general, general philosophy on uh, pairings specifically with the appetizer or think of one specific one. So I'm going to offer both and uh, see if you agree with the philosophy, which is it should pretty much parallel how the actual drink goes. You start off light with the appetizer and goes sort of heavier and decadent as you go. Is that the kind of the pattern you followed or did you want to go like go crazy and, and start with something heavy and dense I mean, I like, I, I would assume most appetizers, well, I feel like cheese sticks are an appetizer at a lot of places. That's true. I guess <laughs> I probably not places where you're going for, you know, four or five course <laughs> meals or whatever, but <laughs> right. I assumed we're probably. doing a pairing. <laughs> Did you say probably not? <laughs> Maybe they're fancy cheese sticks. I don't know. I bet there's some yeah, like it's called fancy. a charcuterie. There it is. Yeah. See, exactly. <laughs> What's yeah, the difference? um i would say gallons of oil (laughs) breading well for me the appetizer is going to be light it's probably gonna so in my head i was thinking chop salad from gladly Mm -hmm. that's kind of where i was basing it on and most of them are going to be kind of something salad or charcuterie ish and so uh, I want something a little bit light, maybe effervescent, maybe bubbly, but uh, definitely more on the refreshing side and uh, probably, probably a gin drink. So then I went 
Negroni, but that seemed too obvious. You know, you get the aperitif going and then maybe an Americano because I want some bubbles. And uh, speaking of espresso drinks, I'm talking about the cocktail, not, not more coffee. That would go the opposite of what I was thinking. And thinking dinner party, normally your drinks come out a good amount before even the appetizer arrives. So I need some length. So it's going to be something, something with um, a bit of volume. Whoa, smiled there. Did you suddenly unravel the clues? Because you didn't. I I, I really liked how I just like some length. <laughs> Ooh, that too. That could have been good. What did you say, but, Dinger? French 75. Ah. Uh, that's a good one. But I, I did I did want bubbles. I did want refreshing. And but I still wanted to be classy. So like if someone at the table heard your order, be like, that guy's interesting. So I'm going a uh, chartreuse and, well, ideally it'd be chartreuse and lime mineral water, but that's maybe a specific ask. So just chartreuse and soda because it really, you get to taste the chartreuse because that lengthening with the soda in there, you get to really yeah. appreciate what's in your glass and it's going to last you until your appetizer's done and then dinger can tell you what to drink <laughs> what's the appetizer Chop what salad. are we drinking oh yeah true shit that's a good one it's <laughs> a good pairing chop salad especially um the gladly's chop salad that i don't know if you can beat that as an appetizer that's really 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 good if you've never had it get it try I think it i could have that yeah. appetizer main course or yeah. dessert I've had it as my main course many times. True. But if you're, I'd have it as a main course. Usually if I order it, if I, if I'm just ordering it for me, I, if it's an appetizer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, If it's, if I'm, you know, with my wife or, or other somebody else or whatever, even with you guys and I might just get it just to split, just have a couple bites of it. Then that's an appetizer. So it's really just how many people are splitting it, but man, it's uh, delicious. It is delicious. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how uh, in depth you wanted me to make this, but I felt like that's a chartreuse is a solid leadoff hitter. Set the bases, see what happens, see if Dinger can <laughs> knock in a run or two. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Go. <clears throat> Gotta get so, those runners in scoring position. <laughs> I think you did that. When I with, with with my main course, I think you guys will. Once I'm done, you'll understand. You'll be like, that's definitely Dinger. <laughs> because this thought process was Jeez. all over the place. All right. This is how Go I usually do things. It's like I, I get one idea and I'm like, how can I tie something else into it? And then I tie it in and then that inspires something else. And none of them really make sense, <laughs> but they eventually come together, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you need the big, need the big picture. So here's, here it goes. I got a new rum. It's called Ron Kalan. I've heard of it this. It is mostly Salvadoran rum. So it's 70% six-year-old Salvadoran rum. And it's blended with some of my favorite rum, Jamaican pot still. Uh, if you go way back in the episodes and you, yeah, you can <laughs> hear him talk about the funk. The funk. <laughs> yeah. The funk of the rum fire. So 
some something funky, some Hampton estate, some. The, the <laughs> voice was getting a little funky that day too, because <laughs> that shit's strong. Uh, so, uh, Salvadoran rum, thirty percent Jamaican, split fifty fifty, so fifteen percent unaged Jamaican pot still, fifteen percent three year old Jamaican pot still. But the Salvadoran is what kind of got the 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 wheels turning. That reminded me of uh, Missy and I's trip to Belize. Central America, right next door. So we're sitting there in Central America. Favorite meal, as easy as it gets, stewed chicken, red beans and rice, and coleslaw. It's really good. You guys got to try it. <laughs> stewed chicken. Stewed red chicken, red beans and rice, and coleslaw. All right, I'm in. Yeah. So it just reminded me of uh, being in Central America. So I figured out what to do with the drink then i went back to the booze well what's 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 playing with this what's good it's got nice depth from the six-year-old it's got some funk and some aromas from the the jamaican pot still what's my favorite drink a negroni so i went okay main course you got to be spirit forward you got to be heavy this is the meat of the meal so i went spirit forward so i did uh pretty much an overproof Rum Negroni. Oh, okay. It's delicious. So when you do that with, I've never, well, no, I take that back. I have had a rum Negroni, but uh, do you just still, do you just typically still just do one to one to one on the, on the ratios for that? One I ounce did. rum, one ounce Campari, one ounce sweet vermouth. Yep. I think the, the, I, I still the, got my Negroni then from earlier. My favorite's a Negroni, and that's why it's like it's a true dinger cocktail because like I'll always do a Negroni. So this is my way of like going off of the typical, you know, a mezcal Negroni is phenomenal. A Boulevardier, uh, go, you know, the rum Negroni. The way that the thing I like the most about rum Negronis is is like an overproof high ester rum with that aperitif, with the Campari, with the Tuve bitter with the Negroni bitter with the, the Bruto, whatever Peritivo you're using, that bitter orange with high proof rum, in this case, with some age on it. I think it's just great, great compliment. Yeah. I also, so I don't know how it's going to go with, with the meal. <laughs> I was going to say, so we're, I was just thinking, um, <laughs> so, so far we got a chopped salad and then stewed chicken. Stewed chicken, is that what it said, right? Stewed Maybe. chicken, red beans, rice, and coleslaw. Okay. With lots of booze. You know, <laughs> you know, it's uh funny uh tangent. Uh you because you keep saying Negroni, rum Negroni. I saw um somebody call a a rye whiskey Negroni or a Negroni that had rye whiskey in place of the gin. Uh I forget what they called it. It was this New, I saw it on a, a restaurant menu. They called it rye Negroni or they had some, some dumb name for it or whatever, but it was literally just whiskey, Campari and sweet vermouth. And so my head, my head the whole time, I was like, like a Boulevardier. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, that's not a Negroni. Someone actually has come up with a name for this. You guys are not the first, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> so I am noticing a theme which uh, again, we did not discuss <clears throat> prior to this. Uh, not so much in the food because what we started, we have the salad, the chopped salad, chopped salad, chicken, red beans, and rice, 
people probably don't normally think those are on a menu together, <laughs> but, uh, the, but both of your drinks, one chartreuse, two, uh, Negroni and aperitif kind of have those, those are both in a category, I would say in terms is chartreuse and aperitif dinger. Is that a kind of fall in that category? I think more of a digestive. Okay. It I seems think it like can be both because it's high alcohol, you know, the, of aperitif is just to like wake up the palate mm -hmm. i think any alcohol makes an aperitif yeah, yeah. i so. guess i always just think of uh something a little bit on the the bitter end kind of uh, why because because campari and aperol are called aperitivos yes <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i I feel like chartreuse, if I'm putting it in a category, it's it's going, or if I'm putting it on a shelf, it's going near my Amaros. I guess that's in my head. That's where I'm coming with this thread that you guys are on together. So would you put your Campari there too? Or is that what you just said? You said yeah. chartreuse. Yeah. I put my chartreuse by my Campari probably. Yeah. Yeah. Along with your Got Amaro. Got a problem with that? Huh? Along with your Amaro? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they all fall in the same category. Delicious. Fact, it's all on a shelf together right now as we speak. One might be designed a little bit more for pre-dinner. Mm -hmm. Wake up the palate. But like I said, pretty sure all alcohol wakes up your palate. That's just my opinion. True. I think anything can be designed in an aperitivo style. Okay. Or aperitif style. Speaking so, of what's uh, next to each other on the shelf, a little quick uh, Micah update. I'm down to nine <laughs> bottles. Mm. Aren't you up to nine bottles? Bottle? I feel like last time we talked, you had seven or something. Uh, my cousin came in town, gave me a bottle of the the oolong rye. Yeah. So few, yeah, from few. Keeps, yep. Keeps Is going. It called oolong only because I've searched for it, and I couldn't find ool. I did find it's, a new few rye. It's called the um, Immortal. Okay. Yes. Did see that then. Yeah, but it is oolong. Is okay. the tea they used. So you are up to nine bottles. Yep, that's true. <laughs> well, ten if you can ever, if you ever see. <laughs> I've got a bottle uh, that's remotely located. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good one. You're gonna hang on. To this. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> the one, the hundred twenty-five thousand. <laughs> yeah, for the Lambo. <laughs> so, my drink kind of is in this theme um it is also amaro heavy or it is also digestif aperitif whatever heavy um and i it's interesting especially hearing your thought process stinger how you kind of started with you knew what you what spirit you wanted to use how does that tie into a meal and then kind of brought it back around i started off straight straight uh with the food part of it which so my dessert that I'm offering is called cherry or called. I didn't, this is not new. I didn't make this cherries Jubilee. <laughs> um, yeah. Cherries Jubilee. That's one of, one of uh, my favorite desserts that we have around here um, from time to time, usually for special occasions. And it kind of, it kind of jumped out to me though for this particular occasion, because uh, one of the ingredients is brandy and it's, and you use it to kind of um, um, it, it, it catches on fire and, and 
basically infuses this the food i guess with some of that some of the brandy flavors that way you know kind of uh, obviously burns off the alcohol portion of it for the most part but uh i just think it's just when i hear about the ingredients of that reminds me of a cocktail you know cherries vanilla brandy what else and sugar obviously kind of sounds like a cocktail that i'm describing right now but uh but yeah very tasty and so in contrast to that i wanted to do a a drink that would not be very sweet so my my initial thought was something coffee like i said earlier but then i also you know thought i feel like uh, something bitter and amaro driven would be really good kind of play off play off that well and so i did an amaro sour it's an ounce and a half of amaro i broke that down if you want to get real specific into half ounces half ounce of uh chinar 70 half ounce of ramazzotti and a half ounce of angostura amaro and then i did three quarter ounce bourbon which i would say typically just use a you know a buffalo tracer or you know some standard bourbon. I actually threw in that barrel Armida just because it's Amaro aged and Amaro aged bourbon just to see how that would play. It's good. It's really good, but I feel like you don't get all the nuances obviously from you're drinking it straight Uh, because then you throw in another ounce of lemon juice, half ounce of simple syrup, and then an egg white. And if you want to, you know, go true sour style and get really the, the froth and texture to it and, and it, I think it's real tasty, and it's a nice little, um, a nice little digestive cocktail, kind of offset some of the sweetness from the cherries and the sugars and whatnot. So that was my, that's my dessert round. That's good. We did yeah. good for not even talking about this thing. I feel like our drinks match up pretty well. Our, our yeah. dishes, not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't try the food. Don't try. The food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I do really like the idea of doing these three drinks. It's a, we should do know. both. We should test it out. <laughs> yeah. Some might say, why didn't you guys do that before you recorded the episode? To which I say, don't tell us how to live our You guys our know life. about a global pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Plus, that sounds like a lot of preparation and, and <laughs> effort. <laughs> That's not how this podcast rolls. Yeah. yeah. You should know better. Have you listened listener. before? Yeah. Get with First it, time listener. listener. Yeah. <laughs> Check the past episodes. Yeah. Plus, we're nailing it without without all of that kind of prep so I did try, also, but how did the drinks come together drinks came together like perfectly honestly yeah. like effervescent drinking episode or drinking podcast yes now we start off with like nice kind of light effervescent wake things up anytime like if i get if i have a hangover i go straight for like soda water i feel like that effervescence just like opens things up uh i did neglect to mention that uh, I you garnish it, garnish the sour with a cherry. That's how I tied it together. The cherry, but yeah, the cherry and the sour, a good cherry. You mean the red ones? Yeah, the bright ones. The brighter, the better. That's what I say. <laughs> when I heard I had the main course, I was honestly just gonna do a neat pour, but then I thought I had to come with more. Don't you feel better for it? <laughs> yeah. I do. You had to good. come with a, you had to come with, you know, something, something new, something innovative, you know, um, in the effort. 
Ronnie. Yeah. Sure. No, I actually, I really do enjoy, or, or really like the sound on paper of all these. We all did movies. classics. Did Collins. Yeah, that's true. Did a Negroni. Did a Sour. True. Very true. Well, that's why they're the classics, right? Can't go wrong. Uh, okay. If you really want us to do another dinner party where we come up with equally terrible combinations of food but amazing drinks, let us know. Uh, go on. Make a comment. Rate us while you're there. Five stars preferably. Otherwise, Micah will be sleeping on the couch. Bejel takes that shit seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, thank you for joining us. And as always... If it's a desert out there. So stay hydrated, kiddos, and we will see you next time. get heartburn i don't know where that i don't know how that factors in burn. <laughs> that's fine no no burn micah that's what i just said <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just end podcast right there <laughs>